When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers to Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup and not that to three. Hello, Cobblers fans. I'm Charles Commons, and this is It's All Cobblers to Me. It's a podcast covering Northampton Town Football Club from a fan's perspective. Now, usually we bring you our opinion on the games, players, and latest Cobblers news, but as it's pre season at the moment, there's very little of that to talk about. So instead of that, this week we're bringing you an interview I recorded back at the start of March with someone who isn't your typical Northampton fan. Alex Gandler is the Israeli Deputy Consul General to the Southeast United States of America. His connection to the Cobblers goes back to the early noughties when he was still living at home in Israel, where being a fan of a club from the lower leagues of English football isn't exactly common. It is quite strange to to be a cobbler, I guess, from Israel. I, I've never met another one, probably for a reason. Most people in Israel would support a Premier League team or maybe if they're very dedicated, will even go to the championship, but not League One, two or three team. My introduction to Northampton is through championship manager season 2000 and 2001. I love football manager. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. It's something that I try not to do too often because it sucked me into it. And my wife certainly does not approve of it. Uh, She can barely approve of my PlayStation gaming. But uh, if I start playing football manager, it's uh, two or three weeks into the rabbit hole, which you will never get back. And when I started playing championship manager, at first, like everyone else, I went for the Barcelona, for the um, 
Arsenal back in the day, Man United probably. But after a couple of seasons, I thought, how interesting would it be if I can take a smaller club, go through the leagues, uh, develop players, and you know, take them to glory? And while I was looking through smaller clubs in League Two, the one team that I came upon was Northampton. Why did I choose Northampton? I really don't know. Why do any of us choose Northampton? <laughs> well, exactly. Exactly. Well, I guess if you live in Northampton, there's, there might be a reason. It's, Northampton uh, is my second football team after Beitar Jerusalem. I'm a Jerusalemite, so Beitar Jerusalem is my team. Uh, that is my first team. No matter how bad it gets, I can never let it go. They almost dropped the league in Israel this year, but I'm still with the team. I, I buy all the gear, and I used to even have a season pass to go to the games. But Northampton is my second team. I always follow Northampton. I'm always interested at what is happening uh, with Northampton. Not the same players anymore because I looked at the, the squad from 2000 to 2001. And after I released that tweet that you're talking about, I actually decided to go back and play the game. So I downloaded Championship Manager 2000, 2001 and told my wife I'm not going to be available for the weekend. <laughs> and I uh, got to it. And I can uh, proudly say that we're in the premiership now. Wow. Uh, beating Arsenal on a regular basis. I'm pretty sure we're going to qualify for Europe this season. Um, so we're, we're doing well in my premiership. And you'll be surprised. Some of the players are still playing. So I always got confused with his name. It's Gabbiadini or Gabbiadini. Gabbiadini, yeah, Marco yeah. Gabbiadini. He's still a player for me. He's still wow. he's in reserve now. He's thirty six, if I'm not mistaken, but he's still a player. I, I was going to say he must have. Uh, he was he was fairly old when he actually arrived at Northampton. So I mean, to still be going. So how long is it this time around? How long's that taken you to get from what I, I presume was either Division Three or League Two up into the the Premier League? So I think all in all, it took me around uh, four seasons. So I qualified every season. To be honest, um, it's pretty easy when you already know who to buy. So you'll be happy to hear that Zlatan Ibrahimovic is part of uh, Northampton. A 19-year-old, well, he's 20 now. 20-year-old Zlatan Ibrahimovic bought from Almo. I have two amazing forwards. But most of the team is based locally, and I try to promote the youth. I love to play that way. I'm football manager. Uh, so I do promote a lot of uh, youth players from uh, from Northampton. Wow. I mean, I haven't played football manager for a few years, probably for the same reasons that you've mentioned about how I will get sucked into it. And as you say, that will be a week or two gone. Nothing else will get done. And with a young family, there's absolutely no way that my wife would allow that to happen. Uh, so I I completely see it. However, back in the day, I mean, this particular game, Championship Manager 0102 or, or 2000-2001, absolutely brilliant. Absolutely. But I mean, I I was never that good. I, I would always start with Northampton because obviously my team and therefore that would be where I would go. I... I I never really found the attraction of going and starting as a Man United or Barcelona or anything because it was too easy because money and, and everything. Whereas obviously with any team down uh, in the basement division, 
it's a lot harder. And and let's be honest, from my point of view and from most of our listeners' point of view, they'll they'll probably they might look and go, Oh, do you know what? Maybe I'll go with somebody else, like I don't know, Leighton Orient or Mansfield or someone like but we don't really know about this type of football. Our football isn't the same as like the Premier League, where you know about all of the players across all of the teams, unless you're a real aficionado that really looks into your football week on week and really takes notice. And as much as I enjoy following the Cobblers, I'm not that big a fan of going ahead and looking at the opposition until we're actually due to play them. I, I wouldn't necessarily spend the whole season going, oh, right, what's such and such doing at Bristol Rovers, for example? It, until we play them, it wouldn't even enter my mind. So to be able to then go and take Northampton and, and move them up the divisions for me, was really difficult. It was never that good. You know, it would take a while. You've done it in four seasons. I mean, yes, okay, you've got that thing of going and I know who to go and buy before they become the world stars that they are. But even so, that's that's pretty good going. And it must be quite, well, as well as being fun, obviously, because I presume you're winning most of your games in order to do that. But secondly, the fact that it's the team that, or one of the teams that you support, must make it even better. Absolutely. Um we're expanding Six Fields, by the way, as part of our uh, promotion to the Premier League. So Six Fields is going to be huge, yeah. <laughs> I can think of a couple of fans that would be very, very happy with that. I won't go any further <laughs> with that, but I can think of a couple of fans. Just, just try not to make it last like 15 years before it gets done, Alex. No, I have. I think the management promised two years for that. I'm pretty sure it's four years. I played the game two, two weeks ago. That was the weekend I took off uh, to play it. It was I was work, doing it in my workroom, and it felt like a cave. I was sitting there like a teenager, you know, with with shorts and or sweatpants, and and like playing all day long, and just getting up to to eat and to drink, and you're completely concentrated, and everything feels very fast. Like the the game sucks you in for so many hours that you're you don't look at uh, the windows, you don't see the sun going down, and yeah, obviously it's. Uh, very exhilarating to see the Northampton uh, going up the leagues. To be honest, how I, I did it this time, I think the game seems easier because I've played through the years with all the different variations of championship and then football manager. And I played some even premier manager, if anyone remembers that. That was even the previous to that one. That was like 97. As it evolved, I actually haven't bought the last two copies because I now need to do serious stuff uh, and I'm not allowed to play uh, that. I'm allowed to maybe sometime PlayStation. And you'll be surprised. A lot of diplomats do that. My previous ambassador to Moscow, a very, very serious man, used to play Skyrim on PlayStation. I actually bought him a PlayStation as a going away present. So if we just if we just sort of stick with that, because, I mean, obviously... I, I, I don't know and I don't expect you to necessarily fill us in on, on all the detail as to what you actually do in your job role. But I imagine based on essentially, you know, mostly American TV programs like, say, The West Wing or Madam Secretary or something like that, I can kind of understand whereabouts in the system you might might find yourself. When it comes to actually having that that conversation with, you know, when you're in the office 
and you're talking to other fellow diplomats and other people of, of quite importance, do you ever sort of actually end up talking about football or I suppose being in the States at the moment, soccer, as they would all know it as, and then bring up Northampton Town with them and they all just sort of look at you with a bland, blind look on their face as if to say, nope, never heard of them. Well, now here in the United States, it's much more difficult to speak about uh, soccer or football because most people don't understand. Uh, even though Atlanta is actually quite big on soccer, uh, Atlanta United has become a staple name here in, in Atlanta and you'll see the entire city go and watch games and uh, go to bars and they have if you, you've never seen a stadium like this, I've been to many stadiums. I've been to the New Wembley. I've been to the New Emirates. I've been to Camp Nou. I've been to the San Siro. Uh, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta is a whole other creature uh, of evolution towards uh, how stadium how stadiums should look. Uh, and it's amazing. And you can't believe that they're playing their fourth or fifth uh, biggest sport because you've got football and baseball and hockey and basketball. So soccer is somewhere down the line and they're playing their fifth sport in this amazing stadium. It's, it's unbelievable. Uh, I'm sure that the players who are playing there can, uh, if they move to Europe and they start playing at, I don't know, championship uh, clubs or, you know, second division in Italy or Spain, they will never experience this feeling again. The, the, the the incredible stadium. Uh, but even so, no one really understands uh, me talking about soccer. Very little people. I do share some conversations with my uh, counterpart, the uh, Deputy Consul General for the UK, who's a Hibernian fan, if I'm not mistaken. Right. He's Scottish. Uh, so not a lot of English football to talk about. But so I think he knows. I think he actually liked that tweet as well. Like he saw the connection. So, um, yeah, not a lot of people to talk to about. Like he was posting in Moscow, people preferred the hockey team, I guess, and the basketball team, which is pretty good, uh, less the football team. It's really cold there to play football. Yeah, yeah I can imagine. Absolutely. So um, you mentioned all those amazing stadiums, yet to visit Six Fields. Oh, that would be a different dream altogether. <laughs> Is there, I mean, obviously, with, with you being based over in Atlanta at the moment, you can't just hop on a plane and come over whenever you see fit, I imagine, in your role. It would require uh, a decent amount of holiday or annual leave and uh, or maybe even a posting to the UK, maybe in the future. Um, is it something that you've kind of got on a bucket list? Is that, can you see yourself coming to the UK and then seeking out six fields? Yeah, absolutely. If I do ever have a posting in the UK in London, then definitely six fields is on my list. It's not too far as well. I've checked on Google Maps how far it is, about what, an hour and a half, two hours drive. I, I love England, so I, I get to come to, to the UK once in a while. And I've been to London several times. And I never got to live London. I went to Oxford maybe, but I never really got out of London. And it's definitely... More than an opportunity, it's something I want to do. There are a lot of bucket lists that I want to do in my life. And being in Six Fields is one of them. Yes, visiting, um, I'm going to Mexico in a couple of weeks. So that that's on a bucket list, but also Six Fields. I don't know how, how my wife will approve. That's why it's not going to be, you know, well, we're going on a holiday and we'll have to spend some time in Six Fields in Northampton. 
Uh, she'll probably want to stay in London. Um, not a huge football fan, unfortunately, but I'll take care of that side of the family. When it comes to um, how you actually follow the team at the moment, I, I, I take it it is just wonders of the internet checking results. Do you ever actually get to watch the matches? I mean, there is iFollow that I know will work overseas. Do you ever get the chance to actually watch a game? So Google always reminds me of a game. Like I have a notification. I have a notification from Beitar Jerusalem, Barcelona, Arsenal, which I'm also fond of, and Northampton. Those are my four notifications. And Green Bay Packers, which is American football, but that's different altogether. I watch replays on Twitter. I watch replays on YouTube. So have you got um, a, a favorite player from over the years that either through your football manager or championship manager playing or in, in terms of the players that maybe you've heard of over the years in from real life that have worked wonders in your mind for Northampton? I spoke about Marco Gabbiadini because he was so good for me and, and championship manager, but Jamie Forrester, I think it was uh, the goalkeeper, Walsh. Keith Welch. Welch, Welch. Yeah. Uh, that followed me um, for a long time. And by the way, it wasn't that season that I played with Northampton. It was pretty much every football manager since that I've also took, I also played with Northampton. So I played with Northampton throughout the years in different scenarios. It wasn't my only team. Also, I delved in, you know, uh, switching teams or going abroad and playing with I don't know, a Serbian team or someone from Argentina because you want to learn about football. By the way, a lot of my geography came from that game. My knowledge of geography is amazing due to football manager. And I get to speak to people. And I spoke recently to someone from Romania. And he said, I'm from Cluj. And I said, oh, yeah, Universidad Cluj. And he said, how do you know that? And I said, football manager. <laughs> and he said, that is amazing. No one knows that. And I said, of course, I actually know a few of your players. And I gave him like two or three names that were there during the years. And he was dumbfounded to, to see that. I'm So it seems as if I'm diving into his culture and being part of what he experienced. How could anyone who's not you, I guess this conversation is the same. Yeah, like, absolutely. Why, why would you follow Northampton? Um, but uh, I guess it's uh, first loves. Northampton is definitely one of my first loves. I, I love sports and I love soccer and I follow baseball and football, American football and football uh, and basketball. Um, but obviously, as a kid growing up in Israel, your biggest sport is, is football. And you follow it. We had only one channel to watch it and it was always the Premier League. Wow. I I think we forget sometimes because we're in our English or United Kingdom bubble where that is the obvious thing and, and, and everyone talks about the Premier League being the greatest uh, you know, league in the world and all this, that and the other. And, and, and obviously we sort of sit there and go, yeah, I know, all right, it's, it's marketing speak essentially. But that has rubbed off on the rest of the world and that is what happens is that everybody does watch it. Part of my job is being this... Um communicator of culture that that's what diplomats do we rub off different cultures and we show our culture or trying to transmit the israeli culture in my in my position uh but the premier league is a great diplomat for the united kingdom and for england so you know when Eyal berkovic goes to play for uh man city and west ham and 
Yossi Beneon plays for, he actually played for Seth Manu. He played for the top clubs in the Premier League, which is crazy. And he's kind of a representative of ours, but we also, we suddenly become much more focused on English football. So obviously it comes from the Premier League, but also the championship. So we had Biram Kial and we have Tomer Chemed, who used to play for Brighton and they played in the, in the championship. And Israelis knew about it. It's the championship. You know, it's not the biggest league. And to be honest, I wish that more Israeli players would play in lower leagues in England. Obviously, it's money and obviously it's, you know, foreigners playing in different leagues. If they do get, I don't know, that's actually something I should suggest to our embassy in London to see if we can reach an agreement for Israeli players to play in lower leagues in England without a visa. Which could be interesting. Alex Gandler. You'll find Alex on Twitter. His handle is at Alex Gandler. He mostly talks about his role as a diplomat with a bit of politics and everything thrown in. But there's also the odd sprinkling of Cobbler's chat as well. So go give him a follow and say hi. That's it for this week's episode of It's All Cobblers to Me. Make sure to follow us on social media too. We're most active on Twitter. At Cobblers to Me is where you'll find us. It's where we'll be reacting to any transfer news that hopefully is going to start being announced by the Cobblers any time now in time for the new season. If you enjoy what we do and would like to get more It's All Cobblers to Me content, then you can sign up to our fan club on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. And by just signing up for £2 a month, that's it, you'll get access to our amazing community on a Slack channel. Uh, Honestly, it's full of cobblers and podcast like-minded fans who just get together online in a really, really friendly place where we all just talk absolute cobblers all the time. It's really good. And if you want to go up and pay a little bit more, £5 a month will get you access to lots of additional podcast episodes as well. Next week, I've got another interview for you, this time with someone who is very much used to talking about the cobblers. I won't give you any more information than that right now. I hope you can join me for that one. I hope you have a good week and up the cobblers. There's the cup. There's the pictures you'll see on tomorrow's back pages. The cobblers are going through into Division 1. Bring them on because we deserve it. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers to Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Podcast Network.